Triple M's Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Thanks to Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance and power without limits. Gus Walland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. It's the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell and please drive home safely. We have got severe thunderstorms continuing for Sydney and surrounding areas. We've had four people rendered unconscious after being struck by lightning at Sydney's Botanic Gardens. Thankfully, they've been taken to hospital, are in a stable condition, but please drive home safely. There's been flash flooding, so careful on the roads. Just take a bit of extra care Mm. and be kind. Exactly, be kind. Let people in, turn your your headlights on, take 10 Ks off, all that sort of stuff and get home nice and safe uh, and we'll give you further weather reports as the show continues over the next couple of hours. What about Taylor Swift? She has landed in Sydney. I don't know how long she's going to be here for if we continue with this weather. Um, there are rumours that she Could might end up done, taking her crew for a few days away from Sydney to a nice sort of, you know, luxury resort. Apparently nice. she's done it before where she sort of rents out the entire place oh, wow. and then she'll be back on Friday where you and your girls and plenty of Sydney siders will be going to Taylor Swift. Yeah, we're going as a family. Very lucky to secure some tickets. So uh, oh. excited to get along. 290,000 people attended a three sold-out shows in Melbourne. Of course, think of the MCG, but think of the ground being yeah. available for people as well. This is a really cool thing that happened, Del. Yeah. Her dad apparently is here. Apparently yep. he comes to all the major stuff. Mum and dad still very close. They go on tour, they? They yeah. go on tour. Incredible act of kindness by the singer's father. People rocked up at the restricted view seats to be greeted by Taylor Swift's dad, who went around and handed them wristbands and entry into the VIP section, apparently worth about 2000 bucks oh, in total. Dell should do that value. at NRL games, I reckon. Well, Imagine I'm, that. Just go and just yeah. tap someone. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, take you down to the box. Take you to the me. triple M box. That would be nice. I'm probably going to do that a bit more this year. So Aaron Woods, you know, Woods is coming to our show later. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be taking most of my calls this year. I'm going to be doing more corporate stuff with our clients. That is really nice. Selfless. Just selfless. You know, what you're selfless, but also your big energy. Yeah. And people love you. Yeah. Once they meet you and stuff, they go, yeah. Wendell Sailor, he's good company. But you know what? People don't see me when I'm home and I'm crashing. You know what I'm like? Exactly. Yeah, we've got the sports all in coming up as well, but the NRL news, plenty to talk about after everyone's had a game now. And I forgot about the Panthers being over in the UK. Yeah. yeah. MG, MG uh, spoke to me before the, uh, the, the Volks fight yesterday. He goes, mate, do... Your kids want tickets to Penrith? To get over there. You know, to get over there and stuff. So I sent a note to Ella and Jack. So they might be going up to Wigan, which would be great. So I hope they give it to bloody Wigan. Great atmosphere too. A bit smaller, really, you know. Absolutely. Dominic Young ruled out of round one after the crusher tackle. Um, That's a tough one for him and also for the Roosters. He looked good on the end of that back line. Mate, he looks unbelievable. It's one of those things where we need to get the crusher tackle out of the game. We can't have our stars missing like this, you know. Like Dom Young. You imagine Dom Young over there in Vegas, you know. It's a big opportunity for him, uh, but he'll be all right. Back, um, he'll be back, but, uh, mate, good player and, mate, well done to the club. But I just don't like seeing it. It's, it's not a good look, you know. Nah. Well, the NRL have come down hard. The judiciary, a three-match suspension for Manly prop. Toff Sipley on the back of that crusher tackle on Dom Young, mate. Yeah, well, that's one of those things now. Like, you've got to be consistent with, with this. And I'm happy they come down hard on him. Unfortunately, you make these mistakes. Mate, you miss your trip to Vegas and you miss a couple of games. So it's going to hurt Manly a little bit. What about the Ben Hunt and Kyle Flanagan relationship? It, it sounds like... the Hunt's come out and said he believes it's on Flanagan to grow the Dragons' partnership. I think it is too. I think I like what Ben Hunt's doing there because we all know what Ben Hunt can do. But what he's saying to Kyle Flanagan is, hey, mate, let's meet halfway. I'll work with you and it's not just going to be on me because, look... 
Cole Flanagan came through the system with Tristan and all that, so they played against they played for New South Wales together, uh, played against New South Wales, Queensland, New South Wales. Cole Flanagan's got some talent, but he, he needs to have a good support network around him. Remember when Jamie Soud, like when he when he was getting targeted, mm. and then both Scott and myself got around him. I reckon Cole Flanagan, this could be his best couple of years, but he's got to, he's got to bring it to the partnership because he's uh, he's got so much skill, the kid, and he is sometimes hard, harshly judged on. But but sometimes when when someone like Flanagan says, uh, someone like Hunt says about Flanagan, oh look, you know he's the organizer, so I might just sort of back it up a little bit. I don't want to hear that if I'm a Dragons fan. I want Ben Hunt to be controlling everything on that team. But what Ben Ben Hunt's doing is trying to give him a bit of accountability to the to the relationship. You know, okay, mate, you're not just here to run off me. I want you to bring something because I know you've got some talent. The Bunnies belted them in the preseason as well, the preseason yeah. challenge. Have you tipped them for your wooden spoon? Look, I hate doing this, but I look at the Tigers. But, yeah, last week I tipped the Dragons to get the wooden spoon because okay. I know this is going to be tough. I don't want to tip my old team to get a wooden spoon. But but you did. But I did. <laughs> and MG was MG really gave it to yeah. them this morning yeah. on the Brecky show too. Uh, Sebastian Chris, all-star game won't count towards the NRL suspension. The Rabbitohs found a loophole, and this is why Ricky Stewart is not happy. You can't have one rule for another and one for another. We've seen this done before. That consistency is the key here. He should have been allowed to use that, um, you know, as, as a game of suspension. Mate, as soon as, as soon as it, it was available, the South should be available to everyone. I mean, Ricky, That's Ricky right. whinges a bit. I know, but on this one, I think we're all with him, right? Yeah, I'm with Ricky here, mate. I think it happened um, a couple of years ago. One of the Raiders players too. Um, uh, one, one of them copped a suspension too, and he was allowed to do it. You know, um, so it's um, it's one of those things where, come on, mate, we got to be consistent. Exactly right. Jake Travojevic officially off the market. Um, one of the best blokes in rugby league. Yeah. Anyone that's met oh, him, anyone that's wise, worked with him. I thought you were saying he's oh, a long-term contract. Well, he has signed a long-term <laughs> contract, but more importantly, he's found love. Oh, okay. He's found love. So, Jakey, we know you love this show. So, Jake, I've already spoken to him over the weekend, but Jake, from all of us here at the Rush Hour, yep. cannot wait. His mum and dad are going to Vegas. It's going to be a fantastic time for the Travoyviches and Jakey. He was such a shy boy a few years ago and now he's engaged. To be fair, I'll tell you how good of a bloke uh, Jake Travoyvich is. He's the only bloke that I'd let date my daughter and I don't let anyone date my daughter. <laughs> That's a really good point. When Ella yeah. was looking around yeah. and sniffing around some of those rugby league players, yeah. so the only... Yeah. In fact, I didn't go just with Jake. I said anyone with a Travoyvich surname yeah. is good to go. So <laughs> I think Ben's the only one left. Yeah. All right. So, guys, I want to talk about um, weirdest names. There was a story that I came across my desk Someone loves Nutella. This mum and dad love Nutella. We all love, so we all love it, don't we? Well, we do, but they wanted to call their newborn fan. child Nutella. No. And basically the, um, they turned around and said, no, nah, we can't call it that. So it's, in the end it's gonna, just going to be called Ella rather than Nutella. But it got me thinking about weird names and plenty of people might be out there, someone they work with, someone they went to school with, or they just may know there is one name that came across The Chaser, which is a uh, game show, but in the UK, let's have a listen to the audio of that. Here's your next question. In what sport does Fanny Schmeller compete for Germany? No. A, swimming, B, show jumping, or C, skiing? Now, this was years ago. So he, you'll hear tears. the host starting to lose it because of, obviously, the surname. He cannot even open his eyes yeah. there because he's... Mate. And then the audience are cotton on to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that name again? Fanny Schmeller. There you go. What about some yeah. of these for the weirdest names, boys? It's spelt A-B-C-D-E. Yes, this is a name. And according to the mum, it's pronounced Absidy. 
A B S I D double E. Another one, COVID. A couple in India named one of their twins, which they had through COVID, mm. they named one of the babies COVID. Yeah, that's yeah. See, that's what like what would they think? That, Anytime you hear the name COVID it, now, it's it never going to be anything no, except it, negative, it, it right? It triggers you. Yeah. As, as post-World War One, some boys were named in the honour of the French commander Ferdinand Fock. So they were named Fock. Imagine being down oh, the, oh, the down Fox the park like, yelling the out. Well, <laughs> what about marijuana Pepsi? It's the name of a baby born in Wisconsin in the 1970s. And Tallulah does the hula from Hawaii is an actual name mm. of a New Zealand girl. Tallulah and, of course, she's now embarrassed for that name. And Nimpi, which is Hindi for maiden of the goddess Nymphy. Nymphy, yeah. which we all know. <laughs> we don't want to end up going out with one of those. Yeah, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Not the worst thing in the world. Um, I was going to say, I, I played with the guy. I didn't know this. But he had to change his last name. What was his name? Okay. Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Hunt. Oh, yeah. Okay, Michael, I'm glad yeah. you said that slowly. Michael, so yeah. Michael Hunt turned into? I can't no, say. Okay, you can't say yeah. that. Yeah. It's, I don't know because yeah. I don't know his people family background. Home, but mate. Yeah, okay. people driving home. But, like, also, uh, someone brought it to my attention there. Yeah. Played for the Broncos, didn't he? He's a pretty fair player. Yeah, yeah. But give us a call now. We want your unusual names on one triple three five three Unusual names and yeah. so many callers, Gussie. Plenty to get through. And my, and my mate Anthony, you boys know him. Um, he's come to all our outside broadcasts. He's, he's always my plus one. Legend. He said, I went to school with brothers named Wayne Carr. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we know still, where you're going there, big fella. Has he still got that paramedic car? He's still got that paramedic oh. car, poor bloke. Yeah, does a conk get us a choke up all the time? It, uh, oh. Only in September. Uh, Michael <laughs> from Bexley. G'day, Michael. How are you? Good. Gus, yourself? Oh, I'm very well, mate. Tell us your unusual name. Well, it's just going on on what you just mentioned, and um, I'm going back to the 70s here, mate, and okay. there was a, a paramedic player. Yeah, I don't that? think he played much first grade. He was more reserve grade. He went by the name of Ernie Wanker. That Ernie Wank? No, I've never heard of that. Are you serious? No, I'm serious, guys. I'm serious. Can we Back check in the seventies, mate. Yeah, yeah, we've no, got we've it confirmed. It. Yep, we've checked so, it. That is okay. So you the know, bunkers what? confirmed. <laughs> the bunkers confirmed his surname <laughs> yeah. there. And the spe- spe- what was the, s- the spelling was W A N K A. Yeah, front not K E R. But he was a big front row, mainly second grade. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate the call. Thanks for listening, brother. Go to Kylie. How are you, Kylie? Oh, I'm fighting the weather here in Coffs Harbour. Oh, <laughs> yeah. After you're beautiful part of the world. Are you okay up there now? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's just starting to rain now. Yeah. Okay, well, you take care of All yourselves. Good. Bunker what, down. What All about your unusual names? What have you got for us? My girlfriend, um, she's got three children. Mm. On her third delivery, it was a really horrific one, so she called her Nikki Quit because she says she's never having another. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just lock it, Nikki quits. lock it into the birth certificate. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is my last one. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, well. Thank let's, you, go, let's go to Ed there. Ed, what about you? Any unusual names? Yeah, thanks, boys. Um, I went to school with a guy who played a bit of footy at fullback. His name was Emad Seaman. Emad oh. Seaman? Oh, man. Did you want his nickname? Yeah. <laughs> no, what was it? Spoofy. Yeah. Because wasn't there a soccer, soccer goalkeeper? Wasn't there a David yeah, Seaman? David Seaman for yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Time for this. On this show, we get afternoon wood. And here it is now. The bearded NRL and blues legend himself. Aaron. 
It's Aaron Woods. Yeah, good to have you in, Woodsy. And, of course, you leave in a couple of sleeps time to Las Vegas. Uh, let's talk about that in a moment. What about Manly oh, Roosters? Close game. You had a pretty much a reserve grade yep. sort of side. So I'm sure that you drove back down the motorway going. You did a pretty good job. Yeah, everyone was pretty upbeat and, and pretty buzzing. You know, we come up against nearly a full-strength, I think, Roosters bar. I think it was Brendan Smith, Hargraves and Spencer Lenu. So... I think more we just spoke about it before the game was it's going to be an opportunity uh, and Seabs wanted to see if blokes could handle the step up the first grade and, you know, we played well for 60 minutes, we're in it, but probably just a little bit of execution back into the game and just too much class from the Roosters was too good for us. Mate, it's obviously very different. Back in our day, through the 90s, it used to be uh, the two-ish challenge. Yep. So now there's obviously, you know, there's this pre-season comp and points. How how serious is Anthony Seabold taking that? And with your Manly squad, you've got some good young players, you're trying a few things uh, there. Um, how, how intense do you guys get and where's it at? Because I think last year, Manly won the pre-season. Yeah, we were lucky enough to win it last year. Um, obviously, you take everything serious, but he's actually rested the big guns like, you know, the likes of Lachlan Croker, Cherry Evans, Tommy Turbo, uh, Luke Brooks. But what he's done is given young blokes an opportunity to step up. And, you know, one of the young kids we, that has been really good, like a bit of a fresh air for the club, was Lehi Hopawati, another one of the Hopawati yep. crew. Yeah. Um, he's been outstanding. And I think he's got the opportunity to go to Vegas now with a little bit of experience from the way he trialled. So sure. um, he's had an awesome pre-season. But like I said, it was just more just to see if the boys can handle that step up the first grade. And, and a lot of guys tick the box. And it's really good because we've got a lot of positions up for grabs and a lot of players fighting for it now. Now, Woodsy, I mean, the pre-season, it's all <laughs> well and run. But uh, the Las Vegas briefing, we want to know what's happened out of that. Did the boys take their notepad what happened yeah look so we're lucky enough because our club um, one of our sponsors and he's been with the club for 10 years Mick Mulligan Anchor Security so he's coming over with us um, he's got a lot of connections he spoke to a lot of people over there and we end up having the chat today the, the briefing about Vegas um, of, of the do's and don'ts over there there's quite a lot of what don'ts about any, any chat about the honey trap you know, about but, these, yeah. if people don't know, basically a whole lot of uh, women of the night come into Vegas. Well, put it you're this way. You're all high profile. They'll know if you're married or not. They're looking for a chance to perhaps sit on your knee, then ask for some money to make sure your oh. wife doesn't see oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It sounds well, like you've been involved oh, in one. I, you know, I was at the briefing too, don't worry. <laughs> well, I honestly said, like, if I'm, at a, if I'm at the bar having a beer and the Sheila come up to me, we know she's not normal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, but but you know what? You and I would be the only two blokes without any Sheilas. We'll just be in the corner by ourselves sucking up. Our thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, be fair, to be fair to you, Woodsy, I've known you for a while now. When you were youngster, I met you through Lottie Dickery and Bo Ryan. Mate, you've always oh, been there's a, a combination. Yeah, you've, it was, I think it was at his wedding. No yeah, briefing yeah. back there. But, but, I, thought it was, I thought it was actually <laughs> Wendell's wedding. <now. laughs> you're right. Oh, don't worry, you wouldn't have missed. <laughs> but I say this: people like people love you because you're honest, mate. Like, and that's what I mean when Seabar yeah. was talking about. You know, you said, mate. You got all these young front rowers coming through forwards, and he goes, "Mate, I need Aaron Woods because what you bring off the field, only just on the field. I reckon you'll play. Lucky to play ten games this year. Oh, but appreciate. What do you mean? <laughs> no, you so... can't. He's a friend. You can't say he's going to play less than half a year. He's also a winger, so his take on rugby league's not that good. Yeah, <laughs> three premierships, mate. Three more than half. But mate, but I'm going to say this: it's going to be great. I think this is great for rugby league. We saw what the All Stars did up there yep. on, the, on the weekend. You would have been proud of those the men and the women there. But even like now, going to Vegas, it's a whole. You've been over oh, there mate, a couple. It, Times. For us to be able to grow the game, and you know, a lot of people are knocking it, but you know, why not have a crack? You know, it's a, it's a huge market. It's a lot of people say it's the party capital, but it's also the entertainment capital. So everyone it's wants a to get sporting capital. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl was played there two yeah. weeks ago. Mate, you know, I think they're the reigning Sphere. champions in the ice hockey as well, the Stanley Cup champions. So they, they do love their sport over there. Mm. And good on the NRL for getting out and trying to have a crack. Mate, can I just say too, when you're over there, make sure you buy your wife something. Okay, something really nice. Yeah, just mate, three Spoiler. kids. 
Mate, you got to spoil we'll it, mate. Do. And you know the other good things. I'm so glad they're sending Gussie over, not Wendell. Oh, <laughs> oh mate. Sure and so partners. We don't, have to, we don't have to babysit the oh, big Dell. Oh, mate, sure and partners, mate. Hey, the big Dell's all right, mate. He knows what he's doing. Don't mate. worry. I've taken a Sarah. I, know, I said I'll look after you. <laughs> I appreciate fella. that. Yeah, Best yeah. of luck, Woodsy. Go well over nah, there, mate. Thanks, yeah, boys. Love smash, you. smash the rabbitos, brother. Let's go. <laughs> Gussie. Charitable athletes. I oh, think yeah. there's a lot of athletes that do so many amazing things away from the sporting arena, don't they? Exactly right. We, we love them, whether it's on court, whether it's at the Olympic Games and they go on to their other lives, or whether it's on big sporting occasions, Super Bowls and so forth. The amount of money in sport is incredible, but what isn't sort of spoken about enough is how much money they give away to a cause that normally is something very, very close to them. Mm. Normally they're putting money into something which has actually broken their heart or someone in their family's heart. And the reason we talk about this today, boys, is because um, LeBron James is now into the top half a dozen, if you like, of sports people that are giving lots and lots of money away. Let's talk about just the LeBron James Family Foundation. It raised around $40 million, which he's used to support over 1,100,000, so 1,100 kids basically, Mm. to go from his hometown to college. He's from Ohio, isn't he? So that and he knows how hard it is. He knows how difficult it is for kids to go from there. So he went, you know what? Eleven hundred kids, forty million. Yep, I can do that easily enough. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of the type of stuff that he's done. Tiger Woods probably most recognisable, even if you're not a sporting fan. He's had the remarkable milestone of raising over a hundred and fifty million dollars for various causes. And boys, there's a list there. Run through a few of them for us. I mean, it's incredible the generosity. Yeah, someone like John Cena and the wrestling side of things make a wish foundation. Ambassadors granted the most wishes in the organisation's history, awarding well over 500 wishes to those kids. So he's the guy that takes his own time to make sure he goes and sees those kids. Like that may not be a monetary situation, but what a memory for young kids. If they want John Cena there, he turns up, whether it's a hospital or a school or whatever it might be. Well, you know, you see like Cristiano Ronaldo, he's there. But for me, one that I've always really enjoyed, Ronda Rousey. Mm. And I'll tell you why. You want because, some water, big fella? No, no, I'm right, I'm right. But Ronda Rousey for me because just because her mum won a gold medal at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So imagine the pressure on Ronda Rousey and even um, the, the uh, Netflix show that her, her dad had an accident, was in a wheelchair and, he, you know, he obviously wasn't great. But uh, he, he, she said that he was her hero. Mm. But uh, Ronda went to the Olympics and she only got a bronze medal. So she felt like she failed. She was sleeping in a car. It's And, and to go to UFC, remember mm. that? The, the, uh, the arm thing that she yeah. used to do. So she changed the game, but then Holly Holmes knocked her out and she was never the same, you know? Mm. But it's a really good story. If you get the opportunity to talk to uh see it, it's really good. Yeah, and she's basically now, basically when it comes to mental health or what we call mental yeah. fitness in here, she makes yeah. sure because she's been there, like you say in that documentary, yep. sleeping in a car then end yep. up being the number one female athlete on yep. the planet. So they're the type of things. I mean, what about Ronaldo? Oh. Basically, everything he Crazy. gets in terms of all his stuff, all his auction money, millions at a time. Yeah. He, he he gave $83 million to a 10-year-old who needed to undergo a brain surgery. So the mother told him and he goes, I'll pay for that. Yeah. No problem. These are all the things you don't hear about till years and years later. Well, so Neymar Jr. and Messi, have, they've been looking after their sort of hometowns and home yeah. countries for a long time A lot well. of soccer stars, especially yeah. African soccer stars who are making the big money in Europe, now set up Mane, the Liverpool striker. His village now is completely paid for by him in terms of schooling, mm. hospitals, roads, all the infrastructure and so forth. So I know we give it to people and we say, gee, they get paid a lot of money. There's a lot of them out there doing some really great work as well. Bit of carnage in your bedroom last night, dude. Oh, uh, oh. No, no, I, 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 uh, I what happened? snore occasionally, and I just thought I'll I'll try that uh, you, you a snore, bit of tape. You snore. Have you snore seen, when you're you s- drunk? Well, we've never yeah. had a couple of beers, but yeah. um, oh. 
I, uh, four I, nights a week. I put just some medical tape just on my mouth. You tape it like vertically yeah. and yeah. I just tried it like just to see if it opens up your so nose. So that means you passage. don't. Breathe, breathe through your mouth, through your mouth yeah. you'll breathe through yeah. your but nose. I, I didn't tell my wife I was doing it. I just grabbed some sort of medical tape and the lights went out and, I, and she could hear this. <laughs> as I thought you were opening up a buddy Connie. 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 No. It's been a while. <laughs> it would have been a while, I, wouldn't have, I would have thought. Yeah. And she, goes, Annette. she basically goes, what are you doing? Like, And, and, and I said, oh, I'm just going to try and try this. And she goes, I don't want you to die next to me. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it on my watch. Taylor Swift rider. Yeah. Can we get through mate, to Tay-Tay at mate, least? Can I just say this, mate? Well done to Drew Bolton. Him and his two daughters, they're beautiful young girls. And obviously, yeah. Annette, he's got some tickets and he was going to look after me, but he can't get Del oh. two tickets. But anyway. Oh, he oh, oh, sorted no. his own family yeah. out without sorting you out. Frontier music. But you it's are like, selfish, Bolton. <laughs> Triple M presents Pearl Jam. Live on their Dark Matter World Tour. With special guests, the Pixies, playing Giant Stadium November 21. Get your tickets Friday at PearlJam.com. Let's give some tickets away now, Gus. Exactly right. Let's get uh, Jason on the line. G'day, Jason. How are you, brother? Good, thanks. Mate, uh, this is the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Do you have any idea why we might be phoning you? Oh, maybe something to do with some dark matter? Exactly. Yes. Very good. That might be the case. We've also got another gentleman on the line. Um, His name is Peter. G'day, Peter. How are you, brother? Oh, great, mate. I've had a great day up at the golf today and now I'm talking to you, bloke, so I couldn't be happier. Okay, glad that you're all there and you're safely nestled on the line. Okay, so we've got Jason and Peter on the line, Jude. Jason, you've uh, nominated Peter as your uh, better man. Tell us why. Uh, Well, uh, a few years ago I um, was playing softball and um, had the unfortunate event where I was hit by a softball in the outfield, which I didn't think was a big deal, a bit of a, uh, a, a lack to the head and... Uh, I thought I was fine, but, you know, had protocols. Uh, you have to come off the ground. I came off the ground and then uh, collapsed and was unconscious for 14 minutes oh. while having a seizure. And um, my good friend Peter did first aid for me, um, maintained my airway and instructed other people on what to do. But Peter has a fair bit of medical experience, so I was in good hands and a very scary situation. And I remember... Towards the end of it, my daughter said, um, and she was quite young at the time, my youngest daughter said, thank you, Peter, for looking after my dad. Oh, well, that's man. beautiful. Well, Peter's yeah. been listening to all of that, Jason, so you just stay shush for a sec. We'll speak to Peter. Peter, you just heard that, brother. How does that make you feel? And take us back to that day when that incident happened at the softball field. Mate, I, thanks very much. What Jason said is true. I was there. He'd invited me to go along and have a look at the uh, softball and I was enjoying myself. Then I understood, I looked up and I heard a commotion. Someone had been hurt on the field. Mm. The next minute, uh, I hear a commotion from the dugout, if you like, and people are saying, uh, you know, quick, quick, some, you know, someone's really unwell. I want, I, you know, I move over there and here's Jason. By this time, Jason had actually lost consciousness. Mm. Uh, so he was LOC. Um, I checked him for. Um, his airway, and he actually had, uh, at one stage, had reduced breathing. So I repositioned his airway, got onto someone had called Triple O for the paramedics. At that stage, Jason went into a, a grand mal tonic uh, seizure. Um, so he was seizing away, not breathing. He uh, became incontinent. So I had to uh, just have a little feel there to make sure that had happened. So uh, there was quite a lot going on. Uh, we didn't have a lot of equipment uh, at the uh, at the. St- 
that place at the time in the in the evening. Mm. So um, I managed to uh, get him in, get him uh, rolled over the right way. Uh, eventually, uh, the paramedics were. You could hear the sirens coming. He's still seizing away, so he's still wow. unconscious mm. at this stage. However, we managed to uh, to keep him uh, going, and uh, a bit of blood from the uh, the softball on the head. So that's what the softball did. Mm. However, he uh, he uh, came back around. The paramedics turned up, and thankfully, my dear friend Jason has been uh, has been looking after um, looking after himself really well for a very long time. So uh, I really appreciate that he uh, he remembers and his darling little daughter Caitlin at the time, as yeah. Jason said looked up to me with these big teary eyes and said to me, thank you so much for taking care of my dad. Oh. And even though this is my job, like I am an intensive care retrieval nurse, mm. uh, I was really grateful for that. And I always remember young Caitlin Woolwork uh, doing that, uh, those words for me. So uh, thank you, Jason, for uh, thinking of me. Congratulations, guys. You've won a double pass to Pearl Jam. Wow. That's so good. Wow. Thank, Thank you, you so much to Triple M. What a great organisation you boys have there. Uh, no. And you know don't what? Don't go too far, brother, you know but what? yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, you <laughs> won't find a better man. You two deserve each other. Well yeah. done, guys. Jason and Peter, congratulations. It's going to be an awesome night, and you guys can remember yeah. that and really have a wonderful time together. And Triple M presents Pearl Jam live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests, the Pixies, playing Giant Stadium November 21. Get your tickets Friday at pearljam.com. Time now for this. <laughs> It's the Rush Hours Sports All In. It's the Rush Hours Sports All In. It's the Rush Hours Sports All In. Praise the Mac Nation. I love our show, especially the stuff we do when we Fly by the seat of their pants at times. We do. The Volk, Alex Volkanovsky, lost his UFC featherweight title. Looked good in that first round, but he got knocked out early in the second round. Tough day for our Wollongong champion. Oh, we love Volk. You know, he wants a rematch now. And once you lose once and then twice, sometimes it can take away your confidence. And he spoke about the mental health stuff. But when, when you're fighting a guy who's that sort of, he's got youth on his side. Did he return to fight too soon, you reckon? I, I think he did. But, look, I'm not a fighter, but I love my UFC. Always been a uh, big fan of Volk. But um, on the flip side... Robert Whitaker Got it well done. done. Got it done. Yeah. Got it done. He's an absolute champion. Sinner beat uh, Alex uh, Duminor in the final uh, in Rotterdam. Australia finished third at the World Aquatic Championships in Doha. Second in the medal tally. And this is important, Jude, because of the Olympic Games coming up in Paris yeah, in only a few see, months' time. Great to see some Aussies in good form going in, so we're really yeah. well. Ben Simmons potentially playing for the Boomers 2024. Would he make himself available? They're saying yes. Would you take him, boys? I'll tell you what, I would take him because I think he's gone through the worst. You need to get go through the worst to get to your best. We've all been there, and I just think the humility side of him coming back to, you know, being an Australian basketballer, coming mm. back to the squad, you know, he's, he's got a heel now. It'll be good for him. Yeah. I think it'll be good for the team. Yeah. If, if they, he can commit to the team, yeah. get, him, get him there. Okay, Jude Tackle starts for a new season tomorrow, and you're going to talk about this in a bit more detail. AFL set to spend $1 billion, that's what? where the – to ensure more play footy. Yeah, well, they put 10% of the game revenue is going into game development community footy. So it's a huge commercial uh, play by the AFL. And it starts with the opening round, which yeah. is up in New, here in New South Wales, which is great. So more details tomorrow. Jeez. Do you tackle? Are you ready to go? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Footy corner. We, we, footy corner. We, we could learn some things from the AFL, honestly. I, I, I love NRL, but we could, they're doing good stuff. Yeah. But we could do so much more. No, true. What about the EPL? 
EPL, well, LFC, uh, Liverpool, top. Uh, Arsenal won as well. Man City draw. So good result for both our teams. India beat England. Humiliating, embarrassing England in the cricket. <laughs> How's your basketball going now, you knob ends? Uh, A-League, <laughs> uh, Sydney FC continue to go well. Western Sydney Warrens are struggling. Gold Coast Mariners are absolutely on fire. And the Kings and the Hawks are in the finals. Now the regular season is done in what? the basketball. My Hawks, my Hawks are You're there. mighty Hawk. Oh, now yeah. you're on them. Oh. No, when you, when they been... won one game in 19, you I've went too flash. You're a king man. I've always been on the Hawks. And, and Kings still got two teams, you know, mate. Exactly right. But now the, the season proper is done and dusted. So we go into the finals. Now, depending on where you finish in the ladder, the Hawks... Uh, uh, in the yeah. in, in a playoffs position where they can lose, yep. but the Kings they're absolutely on the knife's edge. They cannot lose, When's even though the they're last going time? for. When's three the last in a row? time you've had the Illawarra Hawks on? About eighteen months ago. No. But yeah, I, I can't can find a bandwagon. You can find yeah. a bandwagon, and of course, with the, with the A <laughs> League, we'll do a bit more of a research into that as the season comes closer to the finals as well. Want the Kings going well? Come on, we want the King. We're going for three in a row. Exactly. You know, exactly. we're right behind them, and of course, you had that wonderful day out with them. They might. Call oh, yeah, you big did, fella. No, the no, first time they've made the finals with that winning, they've lost yeah. more games than they won. Yeah. Can I just say, you came in a bit hot that day. I did come in for a you killed a little bit cocky as well. You killed it. Calling yourself Michael Jordan, blah, blah, blah. That was a little bit over the top. The white Michael Jordan. Coming up next, a mate of mine went on a double date on the weekend. Very similar to the day you came in and said you were as good a commentator as... Oh, Dennis Committee. I don't... Bruce McAvaney. Oh, Committee and McAvaney. He did. I've never said that. You know. You did, mate. Yeah, Saturday afternoon, I was uh, at the footy, at uh, school footy. I was, so your daughter's playing AFL? Yeah, AFL, yeah. They're 2-0. They're 2-0. Like, they, Are you I running the waters or anything? Are you running nah, the stats out? Are you the I, dad off, on the sideline going? I'm too, but yeah. like, I got pushed out of the way, to they be just honest. Want, like, yeah, yeah, so, okay. They just but, want you there to support them, mate. That's yeah. it. They don't want you to be involved there. But, um, yeah, two chairmen. Uh, David Kosh was on the side uh, sideline, and there was also uh, Andrew Pridham down there as well. Oh, so. wow. Two chairmen of AFL clubs <laughs> have got their kids or grandkids playing in the team. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. That's so, pretty cool. So it was good to have two wins. But anyway, it was a hot day, super mm. hot day was, yeah. um, down there. But uh, I was speaking to a mate this morning, uh, Dave, who's uh, – he and his wife went out for dinner on that night, like a super hot night on Saturday night, and um, they've chosen to, a Thai restaurant to go for a double date with another couple. Yeah, another, nice. Um, good friends of theirs. Anyway, so he's worn the, the thongs to dinner, an entire restaurant. So what else? Nice he, what, has he got a T-shirt? No, short, short gold yeah. shirt and uh, shorts, like dress shorts, but he's right. got on the thongs, you know? Okay. Now, one, what's one of the key things you do? If you're wearing thongs or like you wear any Crocs, I don't, I don't well, wear. Well, you got to make sure your teeth are. Uh, yeah, your teeth are clean. Well, your teeth are clean. You got to make sure your feet are clean, you, not smelly, yeah. and you've got to make sure that you clear your nails of any fungi or uh, dirt. Okay, mm. let's just say um, he, he hasn't clipped his nail, oh. and it's for how long? Well, particularly the pinky. The pinky toe was just sitting out. It can and, stab you. And so much – so well, I, think it, I think it had gone past stabbing over to curling over. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Oh, dear. That's, yeah. um, now, his, his mate's wife has noticed and looked down. Oh, not his wife. So his no. mate's wife has oh, looked down and went, what's that? What's that, Dave? Oh, dear. And so Dave's sort of got a bit sheepish and sort of said, look, you know what? Yeah, I forgot yeah. to cut him. You got to cut him. <sighs> I'm a bloke. It's been a bit while, a bit, a bit of a long time. Yeah. Um, she has made a booking and said, you've got to address this. That is just the most disgusting And that thing. needs professional help. Like, that that like, can't yeah. be dealt with. Like, it's like Dumb and Dumber where they get the angle grinder yeah. out to get, like, so she's booked him in for a pedicure. Is this and, your, and the, the mate's and her, wife? Yeah. And, and her husband, you're both doing it. Yeah. You're tomorrow at 11 a.m. on Sunday. That's and good. he's like, 
Oh. He's like, mate, it's a rock and roller. He's like, well, hang on, I, 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 I'm not going for a pedicure. <laughs> a rock yeah. and roller. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so oh, come on, 11 a.m., he's in there and obviously uh, – his uh, his mates uh, his mate was much more into that before. I think he's gone in and well, known a few yeah, people. Yeah. So his, his missus dominates that setup, but, but, but he's gone in and had to just sit there and he's going, "Whoa, like this is a bit full on." And he's had to have everything. What trimmed sort of place up. was it? Well, it was pedicure, so they were just fixing yeah, not up a. Place. No, wing, no, no. wing nudge nudgy. Oh, oh no, no. Hey, extras, extras like Gussie got offered that time. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've been offered extras. Yeah. Mate, that's, like, that's a question for another day. Vegas honey trap. No, <laughs> it was just a pedicure here in Sydney, mate. Okay, okay. But that's Sorry. good. But that's, yeah. Uh, so he was also then thinking that, hang on, they're trying to go the full service, like mm. actually hands and everything. Like, what? Do, like go. What sort of head full, what's a full who, service? Who doesn't want the full service, mate? <laughs> like that's, a manicure that's and then a pedicure and all that oh, sort of stuff. I like the full <laughs> banquet he, he, if possible. He cut, he cut it short then, but he was like. <laughs> okay. But make sure you wear clothes, has, shoes. Has clothes, it been clothes. dealt with now, though? He, yeah. yeah. And did the people that. Did it look at him a bit strange, like, oh, this is going to take a while? Yeah, exactly. Because when I said, had this my first big job. pedicure and manicure in oh, Bali, oh, yeah. yeah, I came off the street and they wash your feet like I was in my stinking Well, I think crocs. They, they soak them, don't yeah. they? And all that Initially, thing. and then I put my feet in where, where some um, fish were nibbling at them. Yeah. Oh, right? So oh, I they had get that. All the, they got all scales. I think a few of the fish might have <laughs> curved, curved over and died, actually. But then I've, <laughs> and then floating, I've walked in and this big, this, big lady, this big lady took oh. an interest in me. Oh. They were all petite ladies around, the big mama. Oh. You know, big country. <laughs> big country came and she wanted the big man oh. on board. Oh. 40 kilos heavier back in the day. She went, leave this. She had that look in her face, leave him to me. She dominated yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. She was up and on my back, cracking my back. And Well, well can I say this? The full service. I'm actually going this week, on the back of that, I'm going this week because, you know, I've got Botox a couple of times and it's good. Hold on, what? I've got Botox a couple of times, but I'm going for a pedicure well, this hey, week. that's a discussion. Nikki, our producer, that's a discussion that's for right. tomorrow. We're talking about that You've got to take care of yourself, mate. This makes me money, baby. This makes me money. Sure, Jesus may have died for our sins, but Shane Rose... He's an equestrian, so for the next couple of minutes, 13353 will be known as the Equest Line. If you've got any questions, what is an equestrian might be one of them. It's someone who breaks horses and, at the same time, a lot of their own bones. In Shane's case, his thumb, both of his wrists, both of his arms and both of his legs. But that didn't stop him winning two silvers and a bronze across three Olympics. Shane grew up in Sydney's affluent Duffy's Forest. As an equestrian, he literally jumps over large obstacles, but his biggest obstacle to overcome to date, we'll be talking to our three knuckleheads. Please welcome to join Gus, Jude and Wendell on the Rush Hour, it's Sydney horsing legend, Shane Rose. Yeah, and he's one of us. We've got him on the line right now. G'day, Shane. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well, Gussie. Mate, that's fantastic. Now, this man, Keeney, that you wore the other day at a show <laughs> jumping event, it was all fancy dress. It was one of three outfits that you have on. Surely this is a storm in a teacup and everything is going to get sorted out. Oh, uh, let's hope so. Let's hope so. It's, um... It was intended to be a fun day, and, and that's what I thought I was doing. Um, unfortunately, things went a bit astray when somebody uh, complained to the powers that be, and and this is the mess I've got myself in. Mate, I just want to know, like, I'm happy for you to do whatever, mate. You've earned that right. What's it like riding a horse in a man bikini? How's the chafing? Because, you know, uh, you might need some step ones from Gus. <laughs> yes, yeah. No, have you ever worn a G-string, Wendell? Yeah, <laughs> once or twice. My multiple wife, times. Once or twice. My wife bought it for presents, so I had to, had to treat her. 
Yeah, very, very good. No, look, it, it's not that comfortable, I would have said. Um, so if you then you know, elevate that to riding a horse as well, no good. Shane, I mean, how much is, will this cost you if the governing body steps in and, and, and maintains this sanction? Uh, well, it, it can could be really, really detrimental to my program yeah. leading forward to Paris. I, I've got an event in New Zealand in two and a half weeks that – is my main uh, event that I want to continue getting selected and qualified from. Yep. Um, and so that the idea of the event going over early is so that then I can give the horse a chance to freshen up. Uh, he's an older horse that's um, been around for a long time and, and represented Australia at many championships and Olympic Games. So uh, making sure I get the p- program perfect for his peak at, at Paris, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really important thing. And if I... If that is interfered with, then it, it can have a massive impact on, you know, how I can perform in, in Paris if I'm lucky enough to get selected. So Equestrian Australia said that you've not been suspended or sanctioned and they're going to take a review over the next couple of days. There's only one person from what we heard actually complain. So um, what, a world, what a world we live in, that one well, person complains and then exactly. this sort of stuff comes that, that We could have a whole different discussion yep. around that. But in terms of just getting you, Shane, over the line, hopefully the next few days everything will be cleared up. You'll obviously apologise and say sorry and then you'll move on to New Zealand. Is that the, sort of the plan? Yeah, that, that 100%. That, that, like the plan is that hopefully they, the, the group of people that come together to decide whether I've actually got a case to answer or not will make a decision. Uh, hopefully that goes in my favour and, and I can move on with, you know, continuing my preparations towards Paris. Let's get you to Paris, Shane. But what's your next fancy dress after this? What oh, are you going to go as next? No, he hasn't got off oh, yet. No, we'll, we'll get him through that. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, no, look, I, I might be taking a back seat on the old fancy dress <laughs> yeah. for a week or two. Yeah, I, I reckon <laughs> shoulder arms and a through to the keeper for a little bit, Shane. Indeed, indeed. Hey, Shane, mate, I think everything's got two PC, mate. You know, we went through COVID a couple of years ago, mate. You know what? Hold your head up high, mate, and there's no doubt we're backing you here. You'll be right, mate. Yeah, no, thanks, fellas. Thanks for your support. Good on you, Shane. Shane Rose there, New New South Wales Olympic equestrian. He stood down. Come on. Come on. Come on. We love fancy dressing. We love our Olympians. We sure do. Exactly right. It's Australia as well. Let's just take a big, deep breath and not take ourselves too seriously. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.